joining us in online, not in the studio, online, <laughs> uh, is economist Andrew Pyle from Scotia Wealth Management, the Pyle Group. Uh, Andrew, great to have you on the line. Good to be here. You know, one of these days, i got to go up there and we've got to do it. We'd love one to of these days, yeah. We'd love to one have you. Days, we'll get up there. Now the weather's turned nice, and we don't need the uh, the dogs and the sleds. We can probably get up there. <laughs> Andrew, you've got uh, lots on your plate this week. Of course, uh, the uh, in fact the the markets are already speculating on what's going to happen. We, the Federal uh, Bank Reserve is going to be meeting this week. Yeah, that's probably the big. I, I would say it's a headline item not only for this week but for this month and and possibly even for the rest of the summer. And so the Federal Reserve FOMC meeting is this Wednesday, and they're going to deliberate and and basically give us a verdict on what they're going to do with interest rates. Nobody really expects them to do anything uh, in terms of changing rates, but there has been so much anticipation built into this meeting in terms of the Fed signaling that they will next start to cut rates, and that's really what's given the market uh, a boost this year. So a lot of eyes will be on the language, not so much the action uh, this coming Wednesday. Now, in your estimation, is this a good time for them to be talking about cutting rates and, and maybe doing that to before the summers are through? Well, it's a good question, John. And, I mean, if we went back six months or went back just before December of last year, we're, we weren't even talking about rate cuts. We were talking about the possibility that the Fed would even raise rates maybe another couple of times right. this year. So we have done a complete 180 in the span of about six or seven months in terms of what the Fed is doing. Uh, and more importantly, what the market expects the Fed to do. So the market, and this often happens, will leapfrog the central bank, switch from, well, we're going to get higher interest rates to there's a need now for lower interest rates. Why? Um, as we've talked about on the show many times, John, there's a possibility that we may go into a recession in 2020. So the Fed needs to get these rate cuts into the system. So the Fed is a very difficult job right now. It's trying to restrain all this this expectation of what they should be doing and but giving them language that this is something that will happen, you know, in the in the not too distant future. So very very delicate task for the Fed this week. Now the uh, the Bank of Canada generally uh, follows suit with the Feds, but that's never a guarantee. Uh, do you think they're going to be thinking in terms of the same language? That's a good question, John. I mean, the Bank of Canada has lagged behind the Fed in terms of raising rates. So, for example. Uh, the official interest rate in the states right now is 2.5%. Our official rate at Bank of Canada is 1.75%. So they have not raised rates to the same extent as the Fed. Um, but you're absolutely right. If the Fed were to embark on a an easing trend uh, or easing interest rates down, uh, we would probably see eventually the Bank of Canada following suit, uh, even though we've got rates today that are actually a significantly uh, large amount below where the states is. What does all this mean to the average consumer? Well, for the consumer, probably nothing, although I will say this, John. If, if you look at the bond market, because the bond market also is a predictor of what it thinks the Federal Reserve is going to do, bond yields in both the states and Canada have come down dramatically in the last six months, and that actually affects mortgage rates. So we have seen lower mortgage rates uh, in both countries, and especially in the states, that potentially, well, that's obviously good news for consumers if they're borrowing, but it's actually good news for the economy. So we might actually get slightly better economic growth this summer uh, just simply from how this market has anticipated what the Fed mm-hmm. may do. The flip side, John, is if the Fed does not deliver language this week that suggests that we're going to get rate cuts, um, we may be in for a bit of a rough bout in terms of what the stock markets are doing. So I think 
investors and, and portfolio managers and advisors are all going to be watching uh, this week very, very closely because it could set the stage for, like I said before, not just this month, but even the whole summer. Well, it'll be interesting to see what the feds do. Uh, Andrew Pyle, thank you so much for joining us. People have any more questions about this or other topics uh, in regards to economics, what should they do? Well, John, they can find our contact info at pilegroup.ca on the web. Uh, and they'll also find links to a lot of the research that we put out and the newsletters uh, that we put out, that uh, a lot of the stuff that you and I talk about every Monday. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us on Talk of the Town. My pleasure, John. You guys have a great week.